This is the 4th and 3 Podcast with your host, Nick Stagger! Welcome back, everybody. We are here with another edition of the 4th and 3 Podcast. Very, very exciting day. This is NFL Draft Day. Most exciting day of the offseason. Best day of the entire year, in my opinion. That's not during the NFL season. Um, so I'm excited. We're here with the boys. Um, with my, with me, as always, are my co-hosts. To my right, I got Jared. Present. More right to me, I got AJ. Present and bringing more energy. And sitting across from me, we have a special guest today. Yay. You guys haven't met him before, but you're going to meet him now. We got Jacob Mayo. Thanks, Nick. I really appreciate being on the show. Well, we're glad to have you. Glad to have another mind in here to talk a little NFL draft action. Really quick, also, what's your uh, name your NFL team? Drop it. New York Giants. Trash. Giants fan. Going to have a lot of Eagles-Giants rivalry going on tonight. As yep. you know, Jared's a big Packer fan. I'm a big Viking fan, so we got a little rivalry going here as well. we got some huge news coming out today. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, so the NFL Draft is starting right now. We're going to give you uh, our thoughts after each and every pick. So, Ben, we hope you stick around and enjoy it. Um, but that being said, quick piece of breaking news. It sounds like Aaron Rodgers is very disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers. Ha. That's right. You heard it right. Aaron yes. Rodgers disgruntled. And um, correspondent Jim actually brought to our attention that there is more or less a done deal. Now, it's not completely done, but it's as close as possible. Jimmy, what's going on with this deal? Oh, can you guys hear me? Jimmy, we got you. Gotcha. Uh, okay, well, I just got out of Green Bay. Fly into Milwaukee. This place is a dump. People are rambling in the streets. It's like George Floyd just died again. Aaron Rodgers is on the move. He does not have a beer case in the back of a truck anymore. He is packing up that truck and potentially moving to Denver. Back to you. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, so, Jim. yes, as you heard it, it sounds like Aaron Rodgers might be traded to the Denver Broncos. Huge, huge news. Great for the NFC North, bad for the AFC West. But you know what? What's everyone think about this? Uh, personally, couldn't couldn't be more happy about it. As a, as a friend of Jared, I really want to see him taken down a notch of just – Packers stardom at the quarterback position. He doesn't know what it's like. As an Eagles fan, I've watched Kevin Cobb, Mark Sanchez at time, Nick Foles, which I still appreciated, um, but Josh, Josh McCown in a playoff game. Jared, you don't know what it's like to be a team that has just not had 40 years worth of good quarterbacks. 40 years. You don't understand it. And, Jake, you can't really attest to this either because you had, what, 12 years of Eli Manning. Eli. We've never had 16. Yeah, we've never had more than, like, three years outside of Carson Wentz, and we only got about three years worth of games. Yeah, but we, you got you had the GOAT, Nick Foles. That's true. At the time that we needed him. Uh, but, but as a fan and as your friend, I really hope this takes you down a notch and you just get served – a huge helping of humble pie. I'm hungry. And you have to deal with just the next few years of Jordan Love's mediocrity into maybe something, but he doesn't do it. Maybe he gets tagged later, and it just creates nonsense. Maybe he wins eight with. Super Bowls. Maybe. I think I think it's just hilarious that history is repeating itself again because the Packers are completely dropping another Hall of Fame quarterback. They're you know it's a bad you know dismarriage. It's a huge divorce. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's nasty. It's Typical Packers now. Can we say it's typical? It, far of yeah. 2.0. Yeah, it, it's far of 2.0. But it's again, on the other side, John Elway is now saving his legacy again by getting another future Hall of Fame quarterback to come in because he can't get it right. 
So you, so you do think that the the Denver news, and obviously this is speculative, you do think he like he, the Denver's going to pull out this move. You think he ends up with Denver by the end of the day, or just that's where you think he ends up? Um, see, I, I'd be really surprised if it's at the other day because of the cap situation for the sure. Packers, and that's what twenty two million against the dead. Um, but you know, it, it's John Elway, and he's going to get what he wants. Fair. The Emperor. One thing that I think is uh, very interesting about this. Does anyone remember who the Denver Broncos GM is? John Elway. Just hired in January. Is actually the former assistant GM of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Kubiak? No, um, George Patton. That's right. I'm sorry. Or Kubiak. Patton. I don't know. Patton? Patton? Tell me, George. This, Tell I mean, me what you it, want, George. If, if it happens, one of the biggest deals in the history of the game, there has been no MVP after a winning season being an MVP traded to a different team. Yeah, there, there, was the old, there was the old, there was Jim Brown and another guy, but they retired, so it doesn't count. So this would be historic if it happened, and if it happened, I don't know how the Denver is going to do it, but it's better. It's going to be worth a lot. All right, so let's get into this draft. Round one has officially started. We are fifty-three Hello. seconds in, fifty-seven seconds in. I'm podcasting at the moment. Sorry, my dad is checking in. Douglas, we're on the podcast. The Jags are on the clock. Um, I really can't speak to you right now, but uh, Dad, if you had anything to say to the four and three listeners, what would it be right now? This is a hot take, folks. Yep. Very hot. He has no clue. All right, thanks for calling. Appreciate that calling. We appreciate it. So as I was saying, George Baton, former assistant GM of the Minnesota Vikings, is the GM of Denver Broncos, trade for Teddy Bridgewater. Now he's swinging Rodgers. Crazy stuff. Maybe. Potentially. Honestly. I'm excited to see where, like, what happens. I say, I think this news dropping right before this happens is fantastic. But sorry, I didn't want to allude to it before you, but Jags are on the clock. Jags are on the clock. They are a minute and 45 seconds in right now. Uh, so we're going to take a take a little break here. Wait, a before we take a break, let's all boo Roger Goodell, please. Boo. <laughs> boo. Now we can take a break. All right, we'll talk to you guys in a couple seconds. On fourth and three. All right, everybody, the pick is in. We are waiting for them to bring it to the podium. If you've been looking at any sort of NFL draft highlights, we all know it's supposed to be Trevor Lawrence. They're showing his picture right now. Hasn't yet been announced, but does anyone think it's not Trevor Lawrence? No, it's the only thing they focused on all year. This dude has been the number one draft pick since he was probably 10 years old. Exactly. It's just this is his year. Yeah, he's he's in the group of John Elway, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck for can't-miss prospects. Urban right. Myers hinted at it for a month and a half now, saying that's probably the direction we're going, and that's not typical for coaches, so it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Apparently, they had sent him their entire playbook like a month ago, which everyone was like, is that – is that legal? Is that legal? Like, is that against the rules in some way? But, like, when you know it that early, you obviously send certain plays or, you know, maybe like a shortened playbook just to see if they read it. Um, but, no, that's – yeah, this is this is a no-brainer for them. He was obvious number one pick. Yep, they tanked for TL, and they got TL. I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence is TL from now on because it just sounds cool. All the great players have. It is a cool one. You know, TL, there was LT. Well, it was the Jets who were in line for Trevor Lawrence right. until well, it was like week thirteen, and then they accidentally won a game. Right, I know it's it's unbelievable, but I have to say one thing: Trevor Lawrence didn't really go by the dress code this year. He wore a white T-shirt with a blazer, no tie, and he showed all neck. Yep. Oh, all all neck. I'll say that very, very oh. under 
underrated combo right there. Nick, have you seen his neck in that V-neck? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a collar. It's a not even. It's a crew neck. No, it's not. It's that a, is absolutely it, a neck. It is a crew neck. And All right, hold up, hold up. Here it is. Is going over, Trevor. Oh my Mark goodness! Weird. Clemson. Crew neck. And Let's see reaction. Live reaction. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Look at that. He sees he made a smile. It. He knows what's happening. The grandma. Oh, yeah, he, he looks real. Surprised. Grandma's dress. That thing's popping. Dude, they're way better than Trevor Lawrence's. I'll say like, shout out to Grandma on this. That outfit is on fleek. She's killing it. She goes by GL. She I agree. Kind of nice. reminds me of a wild punch. Everyone just kind of blends in. She sticks out. Look, look at that Gatorade endorsement right there. It's like no one else is drinking. There's no fluids anywhere, but there's three and random the Gatorade Gatorades. hat. Oh, is there a Gatorade hat? Uncle. Or? Uncle in the oh, background. Oh, nice. I'll say Gatorade that's endorsement. Hat. That guy's absolutely bald and is not. He's just too too ashamed to actually do it live. I'll say, but as a bald person myself, I feel it. Mm, tasty. I feel like that's his dad. So, I know. So this is huge. This is good. Um, this is great for the Jaguars. You know, they really have, other than that one year when they were Saxonville, not been very competitive. Right. Now Mike they finally Bortles. get the court, quarterback that's supposed to be supposed to be the guy. We'll see. What do you guys think? Is, is Trevor Lawrence going to bring them to the next level? I think Trevor Lawrence can bring them to the next level. This year, I think he's going to be better than Joe Burrow was last year. Whoa, hot take! That is a hot take, Jared. I will bet you ten dollars. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna say real life numbers wise. So like, and Nick, yeah. you're gonna have to be the commissioner on this. That Joe Burrow post ACL surgery still has a better season than Trevor Lawrence in year one. Deal. Deal. Ten dollars. No, that. All right. Yeah. Weirdo. COVID. <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah. I think Trevor Lawrence being paired up with Urban Meyer, I I think this is going to be huge for both of their careers because Urban Meyer has never really gotten a guy like this that's you know unbelievably polished already coming out of college. Normally, Urban Meyer has to do all the you know development and and uh, coaching, do his job. But I think this is going to be easier on him. It's going to make a huge step for him in the NFL. Same with Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely. Is this Urban Meyer's first year in the NFL? It's his second time in the NFL. Second time. Yeah, first yeah, yeah, first time did not, did not go very well. Yeah, but same thing with Pete Carroll. True. That's very true. Yeah. Um, I, I, he's just obviously walking into the best case scenario. Oh, yeah. yeah. Short of being LaFleur coaching the Packers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. So, no, I believe in Jacksonville. I think with the, with the running team that they have, the offensive line is strong. James Robinson. James Jeez. Robinson coming into his sophomore year. They got. They can get some weapons on the outside in this draft, or pick some people up off the waiver wire. They have two uh, firsts. Yeah, they have two Jackson firsts. Those two firsts. Yeah, so right. it's like they can pick up another wide receiver, pair them up, and yeah, they're in a pretty easy division. I mean, who do they play? They play well, Texans. They got Indy. They got Indy. And they got the Titans, right? Okay, well at least you can. Titans big. Yeah, Titans. Titans are good. But most divisional games, as we've talked about many times in this broadcast, come down to the wire most of the time. No doubt. I, I'm still going to project them for this first year with Meyer to finish third in the division. I'm going maybe fourth. I don't think they finished second or first um, because well, I've been proven wrong by the Titans. Texans last. So and I'm a huge indie guy. After after Carson Wentz, what they did last year, yeah, team gotcha. fourth and six, and yes, they brought in Carson Wentz, who I believe is going to give you much better production than Philip Rivers. He has nine kids, so I mean, Carson Wentz only has one, so at least as far as being more alert and awake that day, I give that to Carson Wentz. Yeah, Jacksonville over under wins, I would say is six. I I'll think yeah. Jacksonville picks out of the top ten next year. 
that's I, I think a bold that, prediction. Yeah, bold I, prediction. I, I, I think that's uh, going to be the most um, out there comment on Jacksonville that I could possibly make right now. Um, outside the top ten, I love it. Outside the top ten, that's fair. I say I do. I do have a question now. Who's their number one wide receiver? Jacksonville. Oh, it's uh, the guy with the cool dreads. Leviticus Chanel? No, exactly. he's like their slot. He's the rookie. Well, he Last year, best. he's probably the three. Nick. Any Off the top idea? of my head, I can't think of it. DJ DJ Turk. I thought he got traded. No, I thought he did too. I honestly, I just looked it up and I was like, I thought he got traded. That's a that's an awesome combo. I mean, I'm 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 saying a high side of seven wins now. Leviticus. All right, guys. And DJ three minutes Turk. left in the next round for the Jets. We're gonna take a quick little break here, and we'll be back with the pick. All right, everybody, so the second pick is in, the New York Jets. They did pick, as predicted, quarterback Zach Wilson. Uh, honestly, kind of hard to, Jets, hard to think that they wouldn't at least pick the quarterback after shipping Sam Darnold over to Carolina. Uh, but this is big. This is huge. Um, what, what do we think? What, does this help the team? I don't, yeah, I, I think he has the biggest bust-to-boom ratio out of any quarterback out there because he played for B at BYU. I mean, the guy looks like he's excited. He looks like he's pumped. We'll see how he does in the NFL. Good pick. They need a QB. They got a new. They got a new coach. They made some deals. They can do something in the NF and AFC East for sure. There you go. That's the division. No, honestly, if I was going to take a bold take, and if there was anybody that was going to have a better season than Trevor Lawrence this year, um, I know he's on the Jets. I think Zach Wilson could potentially be better than Trevor Lawrence, and obviously. Rookie season, different teams, different situations. Uh, but the kid has all the talent in the world. And no, I think he deserved to be number two. But, yeah, Trevor Lawrence has been just the guy for too long. Best thing working for him, especially, is that he doesn't have Adam Gacy to walk into. Um, I think that was uh, yeah. part of the big reason that Sam Darnold, you know, he was he was a big hype and he was he's a you know a talented kid. And, you know, Adam Gacy's not a talented coach. He's he's not. Uh, what are you talking about? He ran two franchises in the ground back to back. That's, that's talent. talent. That is that that takes a lot. I mean, that, that puts him <laughs> in uh, the the same. Oh, what was your coach um, that ended up going to San Francisco? Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. Yeah, yeah. He's in the Thanks toxic Chip Kelly. Yeah, but uh, I mean Zach Wilson. I mean he's he's. He looks like a quarterback. Like when you think quarterback, you, you know, yeah. he's the the pretty boy that you know is is the face of everything. I mean, he he at least looks the part more than Trevor Lawrence, at least in my opinion. That's a very good point as well. A lot yeah. of those elite quarterbacks do seem to fit that certain, right? Like you said, pretty boy. Do you know why that is though? Probably so, confidence level. No, no, <laughs> it's actually it's actually different. So initially, like when you go into let's say like grade school football, and and you're starting to figure out like who plays what. There's always, like, I mean, in a non-weird way, like, the good-looking, like, popular kid. You know what I mean? And typically when you're looking for, like, who's, like, the leader who wants to be quarterback, when, like, that first comes up, who's usually, like, the first person, like, a coach or somebody would think of? They're like, that See, kid. me, I think I think the most athletic kid. Which is also typically, like, the good-looking popular kid. Again, it just kind of, like. That general type does that does that make sense? You know what I'm talking about. AJ was a quarterback back in the day. He's I was trying to get. <laughs> I was not. I was a running back, or punter, kicker, and defensive end randomly. So do with that what what you will. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Shut it. But no, that's like that's an actual theory. 
what it's worth. I read about it online. I, I believe it. All right, so Zach Wilson is the pick. Uh, San Francisco is on the clock. They have four minutes and 40 seconds left starting right now. We'll take a quick little break, and we'll be back with the next pick. Oh, just before we do, i got one quick question for you quick guys. question. And, yeah, so since we did the Trevor Lawrence thing about what he does to, to you know, um, Jacksonville, where, 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 what does Zach Wilson do for the Jets? What where, where, where are our win predictions for I got now? the Jets finishing last again. I don't necessarily think Zach Wilson uh, fixes everything. They, the Jets just have a losing culture, and they Absolutely. need they need to get rid of that before they can go anywhere. So we'll see what this coach brings to the to the table. Robert Sala. We'll see what he brings to the table. I, I think Robert Sala probably you know pushes them a little bit better, makes them a little bit better of a team. Um, but I, I think they're probably a five-win team next year, last in their division. I'm yep. thinking like two or three in, wins. In the last first overall picks for the Jets as a QB, Sam Darnold, Mark Sanchez, Chad Pennington. Let's go. Joe, Joe Namath was <laughs> one of them, too. Yeah. Right. I, th- I think it's still going to be a developmental thing. I think it's going to take time. But I do love the Robert Sala signing as a coach. Um, I think it's more of a defensive coach and then taking a QB to actually get his career started. I think it's going to be a step in the right direction for the Jets. Um, and I'm excited to see what the Niners do because I don't think they were expecting this when they traded for it. And now we're coming up to the 49ers pick where they just traded to get the third round pick and gave the Dolphins the entire house. Who do we think they're going to pick up here if they can't make a trade? Looks like the deal is in here, guys. What do we think? Uh, I, yeah, it's going to be Mac Jones. I think it's a simple one, two, three. I'd be surprised if it was Justin Fields personally. But can you guys get? I mean, do you guys? I'm going. I'm going Justin Fields. You're going Justin Fields. I'm going Justin Fields because it's a running team, and if they can have a mobile quarterback like that, that's the dual threat, just like Baltimore is doing in the AFC. See, I think they want. I, I do think at this point, I think they wanted Zach Wilson, but I think they do go Mac Jones because they want that pocket passing quarterback. Yeah. Um, that's why they got Jimmy Garoppolo. They thought he'd be the key. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, their coach, he wanted. Kirk Cousins, because he's that type of pocket passing quarterback, yeah. and that's why I don't think that they go the mobile route, um, which is also why I thought earlier we talked about this, that uh, I think Justin Fields is going to slip right. the most. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be Mac Jones. Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's it's probably going to be Christian Ponder the second. I mean, Mac Jones. Um, he, I think uh, he's, he's probably um, Shanahan's favorite out of the group of guys, after Zach Wilson, obviously. Um, but he definitely fits his scheme a lot better than the other guys. But uh, I, I think he's just a little bit overhyped. And, uh, you know, the he's getting picked at three. I don't think he should be there. But uh, maybe he'll prove me wrong. You know, yeah. I, I hope he does and has a successful career. But I'm not I, I'm not convinced. Yeah, and there's So two random things. Number one, the only highlights they're showing right now is obviously Mac Jones. I think the media is obviously pretty sure what they're doing with that. And just because you brought up Christian Ponder, random fact for you, Jake. One time I saw him at the Mall of America right after he, like, tore his shoulder up. And I was like, wow, you're Christian Ponder. And he was like, I am. And I played him in fantasy the week. And I was like, you effed me in fantasy this week. And then I just walked away. And I was really proud of that. <laughs> Got so that's him. A, that's a random fact for you. Take that for uh, what it is. Fun fact. Oh, the pick is in. All right. So sounds like consensus, consensus for us is here. Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're thinking. We're thinking it's going to be the Mac Daddy of them all. I heard he is a study worm. I heard he's in the books all day, all night, which tends to bode well when you're in the NFL. It worked for Tom Brady. It worked for you Peyton know Manning, too. Who that is. Or Peyton Manning. Or Ray Lewis. Surprisingly, Ray Lewis is a big film guy. That's what I'm saying. Ray Lewis, Peyton Manning said, um, 
Ray Lewis was the hardest study because he would study Peyton Manning's calls. Peyton Manning at the line would shift something. Ray would know what he did, recall out calls, and then they would just go back and forth of trying to change things up. And that's you Battle know. the minds. Exactly. Yeah. Well, when yeah. you can't read, you watch. Chess. Oh. And even go back to like, so Bill Belichick said this about Ed Reed one time. And it was like actually against Peyton Manning, so like random thought. But same thing on that where like Ed Reed was just like a, a tape monster. It's like all he would do. So he had one play where he kind of looked like he was going to bait in and kind of take care of like the middle, just kind of zone, kind of fade in. And instead, Peyton immediately read that, and he knew Peyton would see it on that play. So he took two steps in, and then before anything else, two steps, turned around, dipped back, never even turned around to see if the ball was coming. Last second, turned around, picked him off. Crazy play. Bill Belichick said it was the most heads-up play he's ever seen in his whole life. Hmm. Well, Ed Reed is it's Hall of Fame, so. Also true. Absolutely. Also, one of these days, we have to go through a random ranking of top three safeties. I want to get your guys' take on Brian Dawkins, Troy Polamalu, and Ed Reed. You just listed them. But exactly. <laughs> I, I want to say, say Sean Taylor. Well, well let's do Ooh, top five. RIP. We'll do, we'll do top five. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. There no, it is. Oh my I oh said my Trey Lance was probably Trey the best Lance. fit for this team. Yes. That's crazy. Wow. That's why we had you on the show. I, oh, I, my I, I, I thought Trey Lance was the best fit for this Ooh, team. I thought he was going to be wow. the most athletic and bring the most to the 49ers. I think this is the best fit for Trey Lance as well. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised because I, I everyone had it out for Mac Jones, and and I'm I'm happy for San Francisco, and I don't even like the team. I'm happy for Trey Lance too. Me too. I like Trey Lance. He grew up in Minnesota, Marshall, Minnesota. Is this is just up. insane, dude. I have goosebumps right now. I did not see this coming out of anywhere. I think this changes the the entire dynamics of the draft because I don't think. Most people thought Mac Jones was going to be there still. Um, I think if you're like a team like the Patriots was hoping kind of wait later. I personally thought Trey Lance was going to be outside of the top ten. I uh, thought so too. Yeah. Another wow. In, another interesting fact. You know how when uh, the Bears moved up to pick up Mitch Trubisky after only one season, right? Trey Lance has, has thrown the fewest pass attempts out of any quarterback to be drafted in the first round ever. That means he's got less miles on him. Exactly. That's true. Also. Yeah. I he think, looks he looks good. I mean, on the field, he looked great. He's from Minnesota, so I'm rooting for him. And I'm also personally uh, a huge fan, even though he doesn't play for us anymore, of the the guy who came before him, at least. Also brought the NDSU team to, to multiple championships. Carson Wentz, I still love you. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I'm excited to see if Trey Lance can become the guy who's known from coming to NDSU, from NDSU. Curious. All right, guys, let's take a little break here. We're running, running a little bit long. we got six minutes before the fourth overall pick with the Atlanta Falcons. We'll see you in a couple seconds. We have the fourth overall pick right now. The Atlanta Falcons did select tight end Kyle Pitts. Huge. A lot of people had him as the number one player in the draft. Um, personally, me, I, I don't know if he's number one, and I don't know if I would have taken the tight end with the fourth overall pick. But that being said, the dude is a specimen, very big, very fast, can make those contested catches, does everything you want a tight end to do. Guys, take it away. Um, okay, so I, I do personally. I want to I start with this. I'm super pumped about him. Actually, when the Eagles were at six, I was hoping somehow we could end up with either Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. So I actually did a little bit of digging. Number one. Kyle Pitts is a lot like George Kittle where he actually loves to block. You do not find that in a lot of tight ends. You kind of get either the, I want to be a pass catcher, or you're more of a blocking tight end. You don't get that versatile mix of the two that they actually enjoy doing both. 
Same time, Kyle Pitts can go up strong hands, high points of ball. He's going to be an absolute monster, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey type. Um, I think he's going to be an absolute game changer. Then you mentioned Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. You still have Matt Ryan playing at a high level. Obviously, last year was different. Um, we're going to see what happens running back play. But I think as far as a passing, receiving league, what happens there, I think they are set up and, and probably have the best trio, depending on what happens with Kyle Pitts. I get he's a rookie. Uh, but it's a, absolutely dangerous, and I am so excited to, to see how he does. I love the player. Can I just say, Merry Christmas, Matt Ryan. Right. I mean, the, the guy's got all the toys in the world, and then he just got the coolest new shiny thing that's out on the market. I mean, Kyle Pitts, he, he's everything that, you know, you, like, like you said, you want a tight end. He goes up, he blocks, he's got the size, he's got the speed. He's got, he's got top end speed. And, you know, this is also huge for Julio Jones, who's 32 now. And, you know, he's not, you know, getting double teamed at 32 years old. That's a big thing. So th there's not a linebacker in that division, especially now with Luke, you know, Luke Keekley being retired. That was probably the only guy that in their division that, that could have kept up with Pitts one-on-one. -on -one. So now we're going to have to have safeties come down. That frees up Julio, frees up Calvin. Like I said, Merry Christmas, Matt Ryan. Love the pick. Love the pick. Quick counter, but there are, I'll say you do have, never mind. I'll say I was thinking wrong division. Actually, no. I'll say they're in uh, They're in the Bucks division. So you have yeah. Monty Davis. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I they're, they're, they're outside of like cover linebackers. Yeah, not a cover Devin White, linebacker. though? <laughs> yeah, it's not super good in coverage. Still, he's a beast. He's everywhere. Yes. Yeah, no, no doubt. But I'll no, take Pitts. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pitts in quite one-on-one. I think that's going to be awesome to watch, but I'm I'm taking pits on that one. Where do you think the Falcons end up as far as the, the the division itself? Obviously, I think this is a thing for another thing, but the Bucks probably still number one in my opinion. Where do you think they end up personally? I think late on in the season we're going to be seeing uh, you know the 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 games get changed around because it's going to be Bucks and Falcons playing for the division. Pumped. I got Falcons third. Third still. Third. I got Saints last, and then I've got. Um, Oh, the, I got I got the Panthers coming back, taking second. second. They're not gonna they're not gonna take Tampa away, but but I got them going second. With Sam, like, so do you have any hope with in, in Sam Darnold? Obviously, then. Well, yeah, I'm not giving up on Sam Darnold. Like he's a very young guy. I've brought this up before. I, I think there's still a lot of room to grow. Carolina has he's got a whole new. Too. He's got a whole new a whole new franchise, a whole new world to live in, and it's a nice fresh restart. And he's still really young in his career. That's fair. I feel like since the season is, is somewhat starting today, at least men mentally for me. Jared, are you gonna are you gonna be a Panther fan this year, or well, let's just like make a decision now? Absolutely, I'll definitely be a Panther fan this year. Definitely. Okay, so so half pack, half Panther. Not a real fan. Thank you. Well, it's because Aaron Rodgers is getting traded. That's true. I said, now, <laughs> yeah, now, you like gotta, now you got to claim a couple of them. So Jared will have a Sam Darnold jersey in the next two years. Absolutely, I love Bono. All right, guys, we got three minutes left in this next round. The Bengals are on the clock. We will be back in a couple seconds. Please stick around. Thanks. All right, everybody. So the pick is in the Cincinnati Bengals. Just selected number five overall wide receiver out of LSU, Jamar Chase. The consensus number one wide receiver on the board. Not my number one guy, but hey, I'll tell you one thing. It's still a huge pickup, and I like that they're bringing in that Burroughs to Chase connection. This is going to be very interesting to watch all year, and honestly, I would pick him in fantasy. Yeah, I mean, Jamar Chase gets to pair it up with his buddy Joe Burrow. Back in back in action, baby. I love it. 
I think they're going to be a good tandem. I think, yeah, great fantasy pickup because a lot of garbage time pickup games, um, which I like to see in my fantasy team at least. I think it's a solid pick. I wish they would have picked up a lineman. I'm sure, sure Joe wanted to have a lineman too, but they know each other. I don't think Joe's magic. upset about getting his toy back either. Though. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, he could be a Jefferson-esque. He could be an Odell-esque. If, if, Odell's still there, isn't he? No, he's a big guy. Odell's Odell. with the Browns. Oh, oh with the Browns. I'll say, yeah, he, he randomly ran like a oh, – I'm super mad about that. All right, but for, for fact, he ran like a 4-3, so he's actually super fast, but also plays very, very physical. So it's, I guess, my pro comparison, like a Kenny Galladay, but maybe a little faster. Julio? Nobody's Julio. I would never <laughs> compare anybody to Julio ever. He's a physical specimen. This is a dumb pick. They they should have taken the tackle out of Oregon. I get it. They need the weapon, but you're you're talking about Joe Burrow off of a torn ACL, four protection problems. He was like one of the most sacked quarterbacks at the time. They they have Tyler Boyd. They have T Higgins. Now you have three elite wide receivers, and I get that Joe Mixon. We'll see. But if their line is going to be terrible and Joe can't stay up, we just saw this in the Super Bowl last year. It doesn't matter if your defense. If your line can't stay there, no matter who you have as weapons, you're not going to win anything. So for them to go out and do this, I get the strategy of it with Joe Burrow, but oh my gosh, that is stupid. I do have to say, he is the best dressed. So. Oh, well, I, I think this is actually not a bad pick at all. Jamar Chase being back with Joe Burrow, obviously, you know, we, we all touched on that subject. Uh, you know, no wide receiver gets to come into the league and automatically have uh, you know the, the connection and and already be in sync with their quarterback. Um, Cincinnati's picking high at five. You know they in their second round they got plenty of guys left. You know there's Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. That's another good tackle that'll be there probably. Dylan Randuns out of North uh, NDSU. That's another good tackle that'll be available in the second round for him. Uh, great guys that will that the, another plug and play. But there's not going to be a Jamar Chase kind of player. At that pick, maybe uh, you know they're they're looking maybe uh, they could get Elijah Moore next round, but I think taking Jamar Chase here and maybe get one of those other guys later on in the second round, it sets them up, gets them both their needs that they want. Joe Burrow's going to be happy with both guys. Random fact too, I have Elijah Moore not getting to the second round. Really, I do. But also, yeah. So it actually it just showed up on the screen too. His pro comparison is actually AJ Brown, and that's a very good one. And AJ Brown is pretty good. I would say so. He's pretty good. Oh yeah, I love AB. AJ, 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 yeah. Thanks, man. No, honestly, I'm just uh, irritated with the pick. Dolphins pick is already in here, so that was very, very fast. They obviously know who they want. Yeah, the, this is this is the number one on the Dolphins. Well, who, who's the quarterback right now? Tua, who's Tua. not very good. So, do you think they could pick up a quarterback? No, since, no, no, I think they're taking no, they're they're no. taking they're taking Penny. Yeah, they're, they're taking, taking the Penny. Tackle. Yeah, they 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 draft they or they could do a wide receiver. No, I, mean, I don't they think could, they're going. I don't think they're like, going. They, they signed Will Fuller. They still got uh, Devontae. Preston I think Williams. They, I think they're taking that tackle. How many first round picks do they have this year? Five. Well, they traded away a tackle last year, I believe. Well, they got yeah, six. Yeah, but they got they also have, have, uh, That's all they got team? this pick. Right, uh, but that's what I mean. So they need a tackle though. Correct. Yeah, uh, Laramie Tunsil. Tunsil. So Laramie oh, yeah. Tunsil trade. They just. Absolutely I remember I wanted the Vikings to get him. Well, now you don't have to. Especially when he was slipping, because of the video. The video. Dummy. I should take a break and then uh, come back for the Dolphins pick. Well, I feel like we should just keep going. This pick is going to be in in like 10 seconds. Let's do another reaction pick. All right, that's fair enough. I'll say, but I, I guess we're going to go back to Jamar Chase. Uh, do you think he will be the number one fantasy wide receiver this year because of Joe Burrow? No. Or do you think 
Like a Jalen like Waddle? Total, like fantasy wide receiver total, or are we talking about rookies? Rookies. Rookies. Rookie Obviously, it's, it's hard without seeing where everybody else is, but I think just, no. Just off the top, no? I'm saying no. I think he'll finish in the top five. But too many options. Yep, yep too many miles to feed. And uh, I still, you know, Cincinnati, I still think they're probably a year away. Unless they somehow figure a way to show up that offensive line. Yeah, or Joe Burrow's leg. Yeah. So I guess, <laughs> what is our consensus here with the Dolphins then? Do we all think pretty much tackle? So, uh, I'm, I'm thinking possibly a wide receiver. They, but should, yes, take, they should take the tackle. They, they but. should take Benny. I mean, he, he's... Uh, you know, um, back in the Super Bowl, even before, um, mid midway through last year, Benny was the number one prospect. And uh, now to say he's slipping to six, um, I think he should go here. Otherwise, uh, you know, they, they might get a toy for Tua. You know, it, it, it's it's not far fetched. Uh, that's how this whole draft's been going. Yeah. I just think with Will Fuller and Devontae Parker entering their primes of their and career, Preston Williams. and Preston Williams, and Preston Williams, AJ Big Williams guy. I just think that there's no way that they pick a wide receiver. Even if, even, I mean, I still think Devontae Smith is the best best receiver in the draft. Granted, he's small, whatever. That's something that can be changed. He's right. got all the talent in the world, and he's got the he's just got that ability to win. You know, yeah. it's a lot of it's mindset. You know, and, and all right, here got, we go, here we go. The Dolphins, AJ's second favorite team. Select big fan now. Randomly loves them. Who we get? Jalen Waddle! Wow! I actually predicted. Wow! There we I go. I predicted this beforehand. I said Jalen Waddle would go first before Devontae Smith. You guys laughed at me, spit in my he face. Did go first. He went first before uh, Smith. Well, before Smith. Well, yeah, yeah, for the, the Alabama boys. That's, that's what I'm be, saying. Between sure. Mac Jones, Jalen, and Smith, the first Alabama guy to get selected is Jalen. I mean, yeah, he, he's he's. He can be an outside receiver. We obviously know Devontae is probably going to be a slot his entire career. Uh, but, yeah, they get the toy for Tua. And now we're talking Penny slipped to seven? Possibly out of the top ten. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get past here. I, I personally thought the I, mean, Lions I thought the Lions were going to take a wide receiver here. So I think this this is, if we go back to draft day, the movie, this is Bo Callahan slipping. Everyone's like, what's kind of happening? I I. The last couple picks, I didn't see any of this playing out the way it did. Starting with Trey Lance, I am just absolutely confused. Um, I thought Jalen Waddle honestly was going to go to the cards. That was my – and I felt pretty confident in it as well. You thought he was going to the cards? I you thought, thought he was, was going to slip to 16? I thought he was going to go – I thought he was going to slip quite – no, I thought they were going to trade up and end up getting okay, Jalen Waddle. Yeah. I think this is a mistake pick. You think so? I think they should have gone Smith. I, I, I'm not saying why I don't like Waddle. But. I don't know. This is another Tua connection. I mean, Tua, you know, Jamar Chase gets back with Joe Burrows. Jalen Waddle gets back with Tua. So you want Devontae Smith to go back with Jalen Hurts? We're talking magic. Oh, oh hey. I hear you're churning the butter over there, AJ. I don't know if it's going to work. Um, me personally, I'll say we've already made a bet. I'll say I'm doubling down on it. I think. The Dolphins make the playoffs this year. Brian Flores is is proving to be a very competent, buildable, developmental quarter uh, quarterback, head coach. Um, I, I love the direction that they're going. I Personally, I think the Patriots, the Jets, they still have some time. Um, they're going to have to contend with the Bills. I'm also, I think the Bills are, are good. They're set up to win. Obviously, we saw it last year. Uh, but I think the Dolphins are, are really proving to be a team that's setting up for um, an, an actual good quality franchise that they used to be. So me personally, I think they're in the right direction, and I'm probably more confident this season that they make the playoffs than I was last season. I was pretty confident that day. All right, let's take a quick little break. The Lions pick is in. We'll talk to you guys in a couple seconds. 
the pick is in. Yep. The Lions, yeah. they picked offensive tackle Penesuel, the consensus number one. Um, he did sit out this year, right? Correct. Yes, yeah. he did yep. sit out this year, this year but uh, same thing with Trevor Lawrence. He is projected to be the best offensive tackle coming out. He's 6'6", 330 pounds. They just had that on the video. It's a great pick. It doesn't matter what you need or not. Offensive line, we all know football is one in the trenches. And if he turns out to be the stud that everyone's predicting, I mean, you can't argue that pick. No doubt. And they need to protect Goff. They just got Goff. They have eight, 18 running backs that they need to protect as well. I can't even, Keep them all safe. They, well, they all have to be safe, but that's a great pick. He'll be there for a long time. He looks like an amazing left tackle, potential future pro bowler. I think. Yeah, I think the, the fact he made it this far was ex- extremely surprising wow. to me. I did not see him making it to this. Um, I think personally the Lions would have preferred to take a wide receiver, but based on best talent available and who was there, I think you cannot pass on Panay, um, and, and they did the right thing here. So obviously you got to keep Jared Goff healthy. I don't think he's the long-term answer. Um, so maybe they're preparing for whatever rebuild they have coming as well. Yeah, this guy's 6'6", 330 pounds, does not move like it. I mean, he he's they're showing the highlights. He's going up to the second level like it's nothing. He's in front of his, you know, the, the screen passes. He's there. And uh, he, I mean, this is going to be like a Joe Thomas pick, in my opinion. He's going to be with uh, Detroit for a long time. He's going to be that cornerstone. He's going to lay the foundation for their line, no matter who it's Goff or whatever. But I think he's probably going to see a lot of different quarterbacks behind him for throughout his career. Um, but the, you know, Goff's got to be happy with this. And like you guys said, with all their running backs, somebody's got to make a hole somewhere. Right. Actually, crazy. This is an NFL draft record. This is the first time it's ever happened in the history of the draft. Eighty-six years. Offensive. This is the first time seven picks, been, all seven picks have been offensive picks. I, did I ruin your thing? Were you ready for that? No, no. I just I just knew, like, in the back of my just, head because that, that yeah. doesn't happen. No, I didn't. Like, I don't necessarily know who the first defensive player is, is necessarily going to be. I would assume it's going to be Micah Parsons. He better. is the top rated. Uh, when you look at the, 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 the big boards, out of the top ten, he is the only defensive player rated in the top ten on all the big really? boards across. Otherwise, all the way up to the first eight, they're all offensive line. He's ranked ninth on everybody's big board. Where's, where's Sertain and where's uh, J.C. Horn? Um, we got Patrick Sertain at pick, er, rated 13 for to, uh, talent. Wow. And J.C. Horn is 18. Right now. Okay. Yeah. Surprising. Fair enough. Carolina coming down to a minute, 15 seconds left in the round. Uh, Jimmy just whispered in my ear that they're trying to make a pick. We'll see if they can get it done in the next minute. But they better get a pick in if they don't because they don't want to Minnesota Vikings themselves two years in a row like they did back in the early 2000s Good and miss yes. their pick. Yep. That being said, AJ, I love I love the record of the offensive players, especially being a Vikings fan where I really want them to take a defensive end. I want all these defensive guys to slide. I mean, that's what we need. That's what we've been showing up. We can get one Nick Bosa type of player. Oh, my gosh. Watch out if you're in the NFC North. Well, right. you're not in a top three pick to grab a player like that, but I love the enthusiasm and the optimism <laughs> there. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Did you not see the offensive players all being picked? I all did. the defensive guys are there, AJ. We're well, only six picks away. Who, who are you hoping for then in, in, in your in your top tier? Jalen Phillips. Okay. I think that's actually a real Is possibility it? for you. Who's the other guy? Kitwee or whatever? Quitty Pay? Quitty Pay? Quitty Pay. Yeah. I'm really nervous we're going to pick him. I have serious concerns about it. And if that happens, 
Well, Jalen Phillips is actually ranked the number third edge rusher in this draft. I figured he was later. Um, he, they have Quiddy Pay as the top edge, and then after that, it's Jason Owa out of Penn State, and then you got Jalen Phillips as the number three edge. Yeah, I, w- I would probably. I mean, out of all the draft picks that the Detroit Kitties could pick up, I give them an A plus for that pick. They did not pick up a wide receiver, and they did not pick up a quarterback. Good job, Detroit. Well, I'd give them an A plus because I just think they kind of went the whole best player available type thing, which is smart. smart. Yeah, smart. I mean, they yes. do need a wide receiver, no doubt. But this Very draft, undetroit. this draft is pretty loaded with wide receivers, and yeah, they can absolutely. probably snag one in the second round that's still going to do. Pretty well. Yeah, or the I feel. Third. Yeah, I feel a lot more confident now that Rashad Bateman is not making it to the second round. Uh, we don't know that yet, but but. Well, no. There's like, the I'm, way that I'm wide curious. receivers are going, and just like the general need for it. This is a really strong j- draft class, and I mean, outside of the the quarterbacks, I mean, even I mean, you have some corners and you have some safeties, so I, I can see that maybe being a dilemma. But otherwise, this is a wide receiver rich draft in a passing league. I don't think he makes it to the second round. All right, the pick is in. The Panthers are picking. We're going to be back in a couple seconds for you guys. Stick around. On fourth and three. And the pick is in for the Carolina Kitties. J.C. Horn, cornerback. A.J., what do you have to say about that? Oh, I'm super mad. I really, really, really thought he was going to slip down to 12. I thought he was going to go after Sertain. Um, I think the Eagles are going to have to do something huge now to get up in front of Dallas. This puts me in in a real conundrum. I did not expect oh dude, this is just this is disheartening. I really I talked about this before the podcast. This was my my number one guy that I, I hoped we landed. And I, uh, I really did not expect it to go like this. Like I said, this this draft has been absolutely crazy. I haven't expected it to go like this. And this is the first time I can say I'm actually I'm mad. Yeah, I really love this pick for the Carolina Kitties because Oh, it's a great pick. Yeah, he, sorry, he, come, a, he comes from the Gamecocks close to home. He's 6'1". He runs a 4-4. The guy's fast and tall. That's exactly what we've been missing. We have not been able to stop an elite wide receiver to save our lives. Who's his dad? You tell me. Joe Horn. Joe Horn. Joe Horn, old saint. You didn't know that? I Well, I figured both. So that's the other piece. Now you imagine a Joe Horn on defense. Oh, I really, I really thought the Eagles were going to get him. Yeah. So, so Jared, I appreciate your your allegiance to the the kitties today, so I can say you confidently, you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, J.C. Horn, what a great pick, close to home. His family loves it. He's going to play well because it's for his hometown. I'm sure he is a Carolina fan too. I'm sure. I love this pick. You know, not only just for Carolina. You know, this this is uh, he's a Matt Rule guy. That that's the number one thing. He he's um, he's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got the charisma. You know that 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 guy. He he's like we said, Joe Horn's kid. You know, I I kind of hope that he gets a pick six and does the cell phone in the end zone one day. But um, you know, he well, the other part that I love about this pick is that they he went at number eight to Carolina. You know, the consensus is Dallas at, at 10 is going to take a corner, and it'll probably be Patrick Sertain at this point. And now that that's two corners that they stole in front of the Eagles. Yeah, and it's I, huge. I, I love it. You know, I, I, Who's the other corner? Uh, well, you got Jason Horn, Patrick Sertain's probably going uh, at 10. I suppose, I suppose. So, you know, if you guys are going to go corner at 12, it's probably going to be Greg Newsom. Um, at that point, it's not, it's not worth going there. And in that case, I would hope that we would trade back. I don't think he's a talent that – See, I think like if, if it falls that way, we're probably going to end up taking an edge rusher. 
or it could be Caleb Farley. I mean, he he was a a um, Caleb Farley was was a highly you know rated guy early on in uh, in the pre draft process, and then he starts slipping on draft boards. He's in the twenties around there, but I think he'd be a good fit for the Eagles. But like mm-hmm. I said, this is be you know first defensive player at eight. Carolina does it. They grab J.C. Horn. It's all just it's right every way around. Yeah, AJ is super mad about it. So keep that in mind when we come to twelve, because I'm already in a bad mood. Right, <laughs> and now we have the Broncos coming up on their next pick. This is probably the biggest because it's the newest of the news. Right, right. We talked about this. Yeah, we talked about this. They could trade to the Packers to up to nine, get Aaron Rodgers in some funky trade. But they did just draft or did just pick up Teddy Fridgewater, right. small hands. So Teddy Fridge loves the cold. So who do you guys think if they keep Teddy Fridge, who are they picking up next? Is it going to be a D end? Is it going to be probably not a wide receiver? You wouldn't think since they just drafted one last year. Jerry, no, they drafted two. They got Jerry Judy and KJ Handler. So I think they might go offensive line. Honestly, I think Justin Fields has a decent chance of going right here. Drew Locke, Teddy oh, Fridge, man. and another I, I, unproven. I guess I don't. I don't think that's necessarily the most realistic probability here. But would I be shocked if they grabbed Justin Fields or Mac Jones? I would. Absolutely not. No, um, I, I. I think you are right on track that uh, we should expect the unexpected out of uh, Denver, and not be surprised if you know L, L, John Elway doesn't pull off the, the Aaron Rodgers thing that we talked about earlier. And at this point, just kind of puts out a big fishing net and pulls in everything that he can, talent wise. Um, you know, if, if it's Justin Fields, I'm not gonna freak out at all. But you know, it, they, they could go defense here. I, I, I think they go tackle. Yeah, they, they mean, don't go QB. They go tackle. Personally. If they go tackle, obviously it's going to be uh, it's got to be Rashawn Slater, and yep. then at that point, you know, you know, awesome for Slater because you know he's going in top ten. Um, some places, yeah, yeah. Rashawn right now is the number two best available by Mel Kiper. Yep. Well, we're going to take a quick little break here. Going to come back with that Denver horsey pick with the ninth overall pick, Patrick Certain, Sertan, the second. Cornerback was just drafted by the Denver Broncos, ninth overall. All the talks about Aaron Rodgers going to Denver has now slightly died a little bit, but you know what? We're going to hold on to hope because that's all we got. Hashtag faith. Shout out Paul Allen. What do you guys think? Patrick Sertin? Sertan? Sertain. Uh, no, it's, it's an excellent <laughs> pick. Absolutely did not expect him to go here again. Um, I, th- I think the entire draft board is just – it's off. It's off kilter now, and I think teams are. I think teams are going back to best player available, and I don't think most teams are expecting what's happening to be happening right now. I I say it in a weird way. I mean, really, the the biggest game changer was probably Trey Lance. Yes, maybe absolutely. But I think that's that's making other teams evaluate what they had going on because I think other teams may have perceived, you know, certain quarterbacks to be available at certain times. So I think this is throwing off teams' boards. Um, Eagles board personally, it mine is gone. I have no idea what's going on. Very yeah, I, I'm, about it. I, this is you know the the picks eight nine. I'm I'm I have no idea where we're going now. And the the boards are now getting all scrambled. Um, I love this pick for Denver. Um, I think he's uh, he, he's going to fit right into the 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 classification that comes with a Denver defense. He's going to blend right in. I think he's going to kind of emulate maybe a Champ Bailey type uh, situation Champ in Denver. Bailey, Chris yeah, you know, he's he's going to have that kind of impact. And then the other part that I love is that he was stolen right from Dallas. 
there is nothing more happy to me right now that Sertain is not going to be in my division. I don't I don't think that's necessarily the case. And trust me, I, I love the same thing, and so I get your vibe, obviously being in the NFC East. Uh, but I think this is also a huge issue. Sean Lee just retired with both of the top two corners off the board. Unfortunately, I think Dallas might end up with Michael don't, Parsons. They, don't say no. They have Jalen Smith. Uh, they have, what's the other kid? Uh, Leighton Vanderesh. They So they have two very good linebackers. They yeah, but a Mike, third. Mike is not really a... You're, it's. I mean, it would be it would be very disheartening, but for an NFC East that is actually, I'm trying somewhat, to speak it into existence that he won't be in Dallas. I, I hope so too. And, and Jalen Smith is very good. Leighton was actually injured most of last year with a neck injury, but I think if that's the direction they go in, I think they're going to get a steal here at ten with Micah Parsons. Um, I think he's going to be the obviously he is the consensus best. Well, I thought he was the best defensive player in the draft, and I'm and I'm saying that yes, over JC over Patrick. Um, so I think for them, if they if they take that pick, I'm personally going to be I would be impressed because it's impressive they fell to him. But as a as an Eagles fan, shoot, I feel like I feel like Dallas is going to trade trade back. Please, I, w- I wouldn't please be shocked. Speak it into existence with like, who? With who? That's a question I don't know. If I if I had to pick one, no, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I was actually going to say the Patriots as well. They move up and take. Justin Fields. Oh, wrong. Von Christian Ponder the second. No, you already said that was Mac Jones. Yeah. Or do you think they take Mac Jones? Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. I suppose, like I, like I said, I can see him actually working in that system. But yeah, I think his best maybe, shot. Maybe the, the Eagles? Trade alert. Maybe the Trade Eagles? Trade alert. Maybe there it is. Ooh, you smoke it into existence. Nick, I love you. The Eagles? The Eagles? No! 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 No way! Oh my god. Get out of town. I don't like that. Who's the, who's the Eagles I got shivers. Like I got shivers. Who are they taking? Oh my I don't gosh. know. I don't like oh this. Whatever they're gosh. doing, they're stealing it Actually, right I would, out of the Giants. I would be pumped with Micah Parsons. We don't have live Smith. I would love Maybe Devontae Smith, Smith too. Dude, look at AJ. He's, he is he's pooping bricks right now. I am this not is happy. Crazy. I, I'm, the Eagles oh are god. Really? If the Eagles just jumped up to steal something from the Giants, I'm, I'm going to Please. I'm going to cry. Probably not Please. for real, but like, it's gonna hurt. I am so nervous. What do we give up for it? What is this worth, Howie? I don't trust you at all. I hope they give up the house. Matt don't. Jones, do it. Matt Jones, Jones. Nick Jones, do it. Do Please. not speak that into anything, Nick. Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Eagles might be picking up Mac Jones. If they take Devontae Smith, I think Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. They're going Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Yeah, I, I think it's Smith, too. If it's Devontae Smith, I would be. I, I think that would be a great I'd be happy for you. I'd be satisfied with myself that you guys didn't steal anything. This is this is tense. This is very, very tense. Can we get to a break? I want to listen to the sound here. Is that possible? This is. No, we're going to watch this. Oh, All right, you know what? Right, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back in a second. We'll be back in a second. We'll be back in a second. We're gonna be right back. Doug is watching. Come on, right, everybody. The pick is in Philadelphia selects. Yeah, let's go. There you go. Let's go. Oh my goodness, Nick! I'm just gonna take it. Super pumped. Uh, the fact that we took it from Dallas, only gave up a third that we got for free. Couldn't be more excited about this. I was, I was hoping. I didn't want to say because you mentioned it when we were talking earlier upstairs. You're like, I hope we have it. I didn't want to copy you and just kind of piggyback it. Uh, but I was really hoping for J.C. Horn. My second option was absolutely Devontae Smith. 
so as a, as a person with a team in a division who is actually a wide receiver heavy, you look at the Washington football team, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, scary. Look at the Cowboys, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Mari Cooper, scary. Look at the Giants, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slate. Eagles have nobody. We absolutely needed a wide receiver here. Like I said, I would have taken a linebacker as well. We have, yeah, but that's unproven. I get it. He's fast, but he's hurt a lot of last season, a lot like Sean Jackson, so whatever. Um, but I'm going to take the undersized guy. He's a Heisman winner. I think he has absolutely all the ability in the world. And to get him back with Jalen Hurts, uh, again, to your point, when you talk about having to build chemistry and where it is right now, for me, could not be more excited. I hate that we had to give something to Dallas, uh, but but for what it is, pumped. I think it's a fantastic pick. I think you can't go wrong. I really do think he was the best wide receiver in the draft. Literally the only knock I have against him, yeah, obviously, obviously the small thing is that he won the Heisman, so we know how that works out. A lot of times Heisman players don't do not do well in the NFL because they've already got the accolade, and they're like, okay, I can take a bit off. But other than that, dude, the guy can ball, and he likes to win. Um, they're comparing him to Calvin Ridley right now. I think every Dumb. single one of us would have took Ridley on our own teams, if possible. Oh, yeah. Um, not Absolutely. the comparisons matter, but, hey, Devontae Smith, great pick. I, I I, I don't know if I would have traded up two picks for him, but, I mean, you know, that's fantastic pick. Again, free third rounder. wasn't ours. One we got in the True, trade but back Dallas wasn't going to so, pick a wide receiver. Right, the Giants might have. I, I mean, the Giants talented. were probably going to be tempted, but like we said, you know, they, you pointed out they got the three guys. They got their, you know, Darius Slayton. They got Sterling Shepard. They got the big toy that they just brought in, Kenny Galladay. So something spooked the the Eagles into thinking that he wasn't going to be there in two picks. Got it. I know why. So the Giants have already been rumored that they wanted to trade back. Correct. Have you heard this? I have heard that they uh, thought about it, but, you know, I'm not so confident in it because, uh, you know, uh, our Panther guy over here would probably also be able to piggyback me on this. That Dave Gettleman has never traded back. No. Fair. But trade alert. Break no. Trade I just told you they Who wanted to oh, it back. I wanted Michael Parsons so bad. Patri- the Bears. No! Oh, jeez. Huge pick. Quarterback right here. Here comes yes. the quarterback. The Giants, are, the Giants are going to get a lot for that. Oh, my God. Also, apologize for the screaming. This draft has been absolutely delightful with everything going on. It's been very exciting, so I apologize for sound quality in advance. I'll try to fix it the best that I can. I'm super bummed that we just traded back to 20. I really wanted Micah Parsons, but because it is Chicago, and I know that they'll give up the farm to move up, I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I don't even know what they're gonna. Th- it's got to be Mac Jones or Justin Fields. It'll, Justin Fields. It'll probably Justin. It's Fields. Justin Fields. But I mean, there goes my Mac Jones, or not my Mac. <laughs> there goes my Micah Parsons. Hmm. A Big Mac does something. But I'm not gonna. All I'm gonna say is the timing on that and was freaking perfect. I was literally just talking about how the Giants yeah, wanted that to trade was back. On point. You said not, nah, and then. Boom! So I think that really means that uh, Justin Fields going with the 11th overall pick. Well, we don't know that yet. We're guessing, and I, I think I, I'd be happy if it'd be very Chicago esque if they take Mac Jones. I agree. They're 100. Yeah, be. that like that's 100 percent a Chicago thing. Um, I think now that the Giants traded back all the way to 20, that probably means that the, they fell in love with Aziz Ojulari out of Georgia. Um, that was Joe Judge's guy that he wants. But, uh, yeah, obviously he's probably going to be there at 20. 
uh, they're zooming in on Mac Jones no, now. I would I would honestly bet money. I would honestly put money right now. Justin Fields to the Bears. I will bet you five bucks right now that it might be a Mac Jones to the Bears because it's very Bears. Five on it. Five. All right, we got a bet going. We're gonna take a quick little break. We got three minutes and twenty-two seconds right now until the next pick. We'll see you in a couple seconds. On fourth and three. 